Hello, welcome to Black British Girl Talks Crime, Finance, etc., a podcast about crime, finance, and other things. Each week, I will bring you a true crime story or financial advice, or just about life as a. Each week, I will bring you a true crime story or financial advice, or just about life as a black girl in British society. Follow along for true crime stories, tips on budgeting or home ownership, and general insight into current events and black British life. Um, however, a baby, Katie Morgan Davies, was born and it came out of his sexual relationship with Sean Davies. And she was originally named Prem Moyapinduzi Davies, but she changed her name to Katie Morgan Davies later. Um, nobody knew that Sean was pregnant until waters broke. And this was in 1983 when the baby was born. And he told the collective the baby was a result of electronic war- warfare. Um, Comrade Prem, as Katie was known, was dressed in genderless clothing. She never went to school. She never got to know any other children and only rarely left the house. She was not told who her parents were and that they were dead and was brought up collectively by the group who were not allowed to show her affection. She was told she was a waif who had been adopted by the cult. So only Bala was allowed to cuddle her and Katie later said if she was to cuddle other women, he used to say that that's like being a lesbian to cuddle other women. So Katie only learned who her mother was after Sean's, her mother's death some 14 years later, while the DNA test after she left the group proved Bala was her father and her family, her extended family, did not even know she existed. Sean Davies' father had killed himself when she was a teenager and Bala would repeatedly tell Sean that this was her fault. So her mental health was really poor, especially with all this coercion and control. And by 1996, Sean's mental health had become fragile and on Christmas Eve of that year, she fell from the second floor bathroom window of a terrace house in Shakespeare Road, Brixton, in an apparent suicide attempt. But her daughter later said she believed that she was trying to escape. Um, Katie, her daughter later said, um, Sean was acting really oddly, saying she's a devil and starting to behave really unlike herself. They were screaming in the middle of the night. And subsequently I learned that Sean had tried to stab herself with a knife and she tried to run out the door. Then because she couldn't escape that way, she went out through the window. On the morning of Christmas Eve, I went downstairs and Sean was lying on the floor. Her hands and legs were tied and she was gagged and she had this piece of cloth in her mouth and it may have been a sock or something. And Bala and Chandra were both shouting at Sean. She had tried to run out the door. That's why she was tied up because she was trying to escape. Um, Sean was taken to hospital where she fell into a coma. And Bala insisted that Sean's family should not be told what had happened. And Josie told them on the phone that Sean was away traveling in India and sends her love. After lying in a coma for seven months, Sean died. At the inquest into her death, the coroner asked Aisha, another resident, whether Sean had any children. And on Bala's instructions, Aisha said she didn't. We definitely didn't want Katie to be taken away and live a life as of old and not participate in building a new society. That's what Aisha said. So it was around this time that Katie guessed Sean was her mother. Um, But after Sean's death, life will improve for Katie, but we'll come back to that. So it was said that the members stayed because they were too frightened to leave. Um, reporting to each other to reporting each other to Bala if they were critical not following orders if you questioned him or said anything considered anti-party we become furiously angry and hit the person um, his control was extreme one member smashed her bottle of Esther Lauder perfume with a hot hammer to remove any trace of bourgeois temptation so Katie as she grew older and throughout her life Bala warned Katie that she would experience spontaneous human combustion 
if she ever stepped outside. Um, another death was actually to happen in the collective. In 2004, Okar Eng, a nurse from Malaysia who had been with Bala since the 70s, banged her head on a kitchen cabinet and had a stroke and the following day she died. So these two deaths reinforced the idea in the minds of the remaining members that Bala had the power of life and death over them. Um, so Katie, you know, for example, Aisha said, oh, you know, two people have died and I thought, okay, next time it would be me and she didn't want to die. So she stayed and tried to internalize his teachings. Um, at the age of 22, Katie never gone outside on her own, um, thinking she'd be killed. So, but she decided to try to escape. So she packed a bag, she let herself out the back door of the flat. And then when she asked the passerby for help, they suggest she go to the police station. So she struggled to explain her situation to the officer at the desk because she had no experience of the outside world. And they said, you know, she's run away from home. And the officer persuaded Katie to let her phone Bala, who came to collect her. And he reassured the police that all was well and took Katie back to collect her where he denounced her and told her she was ungrateful. So Katie remained in captivity for another eight years. So over the summer of 2013, Katie lost weight dramatically and became so unwell that Josie feared she might not survive. So arranging a doctor's appointment was not an option. So the two women came up with a plan. And in early October, they saw a story about forced marriage on the BBC News called Forced to Marry. And at the end, the newsreader gave out a helpline number. So they made a series of calls and were passed on to Jared Stocks and Yvonne Hall, a Palm Cove Society, who together with the Metropolitan Police coordinated the women's rescue. So each week, Bala and Chandra went shopping at the same time. So Katie knew when there would be an opportunity just to escape. So we had to make sure that there were nowhere near when we walked out of the house. So 11.15 sharp, we left Josie and me with our trolleys. Yvonne and, Yvonne and Gerard were waiting just outside the corner and Katie was delighted, but Josie already appeared to be having second thoughts. And actually Katie was treated in hospital for diabetes. So Aisha wanted to know why the cars coming towards us had white lights and the cars in front of us had red lights. And Katie couldn't cross the road, had never handled money, couldn't look around and make eye contact because they had been in such sheltered um, lives and had minimal contact with the outside world. So after a while, Josie and Aisha were housed locally in sheltered accommodation, but Katie's needs were greater and she lived with Ron and Jared for more than a year while they helped her to develop the skills she would need to live independently. So... On 11th of December 2014, it emerged that Bala had been charged with offences relating to cruelty to a person under 16. So four counts of rape, 17 counts of indecent assault. And he appeared before Westminster magistrates on 17th of December 2014. His wife Chanda was released early in 2014 as it was considered to be insufficient evidence for a realistic prospect of conviction. Bala was diagnosed as suffering from a narcissistic personality disorder and a grandiose sense of his own self-importance. So his trial started on the 11th of December 2015 and during his trial he acted as the only defence witness and told jurors that a challenge to his leadership resulted in the 1986 Space Shuttle Challenger disaster and that, you know, all of this. So on 4th of December 2015, Bala was convicted of child cruelty, forces imprisonment, four counts of rape, six counts of indecent assault and two counts of assault. On 29th of January 2016, Bala was jailed for 23 years. His wife Chandra and Josie stood by him and made a statement to the place and made a statement to the press declaring his innocence and claiming he had been framed to the British fascist state. Despite having voluntarily left the collective, Josie continues to follow his teachings and now devotes her time to trying to clear his name. Aisha 
lives in sheltered housing in Leeds. And she claimed she was unaware of any sexual abuse taking place in the collective, although she has regrets about the way Katie was treated. She still believes in campaign to make the world a better place and volunteers once a week in a local charity shop. And she also now has regular dentist appointments. Katie adopted the last name Morgan Davies, consisting of two surnames from her mother's side of the family. And in, as of 2017, she was doing her best to leave indoctrination of her past behind and made really good progress. She, studying, she was studying English and maths at college. She moved out of supported accommodation to a flat of her own. Um, she had the DNA test and she said, I used to hate Bala, but not anymore. Nelson Mandela said that you are still in prison if you hold on to your anger, hatred and bitterness. So there's no place for that in my life. I would like to reconcile with him in the future if he wants that, but you can't clap with one hand. I would also like to mention a program about this. It's called The Cult Next Door and it features into two of the women who escaped, Aisha Wahab, and she was part of the cult for 40 years and obviously Katie Morgan Davies, who was Bala's daughter, who was born and raised in captivity. So if you can access that, it's a very interesting program. I would also like to quote the sources I used for this program. I would also like to quote the sources I used for this podcast. So bbc.co.uk, huffingtonpost.co.uk, wikipedia.co.uk, theguardian.com as well. Get your fix every week by subscribing to Black British Girl Talks wherever you get your podcasts. Any pictures or further information concerning each episode will be on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Black British Girl Talks. And as always, if you have any questions, DM on Instagram. Until next time, goodbye.